Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. Or, I guess, just B Anime? No? I don't know. It's been too long since Blue's been here. We miss her. She'll be back next week, though. We got my dress up, darling, to cover. It's going to be fine. It'll be great. But anyway, hi. Hello. You're stuck with me again for just, just one more week. It'll be fine. And then, you know, whatever other week in the future you're stuck with me. But that's besides the point. Today, I, Brad, you know, me, I'm here to bring forth to you all the best of the winter 2022 anime season. Or, at the very least, what, in my opinion, is the best of the winter 2022 anime season. Which, not not going to be hard for y'all to guess what it's going to be by any slight bit of the imagination. But you know what? We're here. We're going to talk about it. Because I have a lot to sit down and discuss with you all. We've got five different anime on the docket to discuss. But first and foremost, I am here to tell you all that I was wrong. I know. I know. It's weird to you know, have me sit down and be like, look, you know, I fuck up. I was wrong, but you know what? I did it. I fuck up. It was brought to my attention that I just, I guess was stupid whenever it comes to Jujutsu Kaisen Zero and Mr. Yuta. He was in the first season. He was in the second OP for the show. He was talked about saying he was on a mission and that explains the end credit scene to the film. So, I get it. I fuck up. I was wrong. You have my most sincere apologies. I'm an idiot. So, d forgive me. But to the people that let me know that, thank you. I greatly appreciate the comments. I greatly appreciate the feedback. It's always lovely to hear from y'all and always lovely to be told whenever I fuck up. So, again, thank you for that. Now, onwards to talk about the things that we have to talk about this week. And with that being said, the things we have to talk about this week are my, again, top picks for the winter 2022 anime season, which, as you all can probably guess, Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, My Dress Up Darling, Q, and Slow Loop. So, Without any further ado, let's get into it. We're going to start off with something that we have already covered on the series from start to finish, Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District Arc. So, with that being said, we're going to we're going to get into spoilers. So, let's let's go ahead and throw on spoiler chicken hat because yeah, we're going to we're going to get into some things with all of these shows. And again, you've if you've already listened to the Demon Slayer episode, there's nothing that I'm going to say here that wasn't covered in that one. But again, we're covering the best of the winter season, in my opinion. So I, I have to put Demon Slayer on the list. I have to. How could I not? That animation. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Great. Fun time. So, spoiler chicken hats. Put them on. Let's get into it. Demon Slayer, written by Kyoyoharu Gotoge. Obviously, manga has ended. Ended it towards the middle of 2020 for grand total of 23 volumes the entertainment district arc started airing on december 5th of 2021 and ended february 13th of 2022 so it didn't run the full time of the winter season but it took up most of the winter season so it it's getting counted for the video video podcast fuck i don't know what i'm doing anymore can you tell i've been streaming a bit more here lately because i i definitely can't speaking of streaming brad carter gaming twitch.tv forward slash you should you should check it out it's fun 
Going to be playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland in the next little bit. I've got a subathon coming up that I have some really, well, for the people that watch, it's going to be a great time for y'all because I, I have some really dumb shit going on, like me getting waxed, having to shave my beard, a glitter beard before shaving my beard. So, you know, that's going to be a thing. That's going to be a fun time. But yeah, getting pied in the face. I'm going to have to listen to old episodes of the podcast. Mmm, it's not, it's not gonna be fun. Again, fun for y'all, great fun for y'all, not fun for me. But, yeah, the entertainment district arc of Demon Slayer spans, uh, or rather, it takes place right after the Mugen Train arc, like quite literally right after our boys go through their training arc, they go to the entertainment district with Uzui, they find the upper six, they fight, they defeat the upper six, The OP and ED for it were absolutely amazing. Amir did a fantastic job with OP and ED. The animation was stunning. It was 11 episodes. Two of the episodes were longer than your standard anime length. There's so much to love about it, man. The animation style, beautiful, especially on episode 10 of the arc. They, I, I genuinely cannot think of just more flawless animation, especially for a battle scene. It's just, I don't foresee that being topped by any shape, form, or the imagination. So pretty, so well done. The storytelling was fantastic, getting to see Uzui and how he fights, getting more information on him, background on his wives, and also seeing our boy Tanjiro get his Demon Slayer mark. That was really cool, even though no information was given on that yet. So we, we definitely have a lot of stuff to look forward to going into the... Swordsmith Village arc, which has already been announced, so we can, I'd say we can probably look for, if they do a two core, probably the first core in spring or summer of 2024, if I had to take a wild guess, I'm sure Ufotable is already working on it and doing their absolute best to try to get it to us as soon as possible, because Demon Slayer's a cash cow. So they're going to milk that for all it's worth, and also make it as pretty as they possibly can, so we, we've got so much cool shit to look forward to. Next on the docket, Attack on Titan, Season 4, the final season, and more specifically, the second core. Now, this is definitely going to be one of the most spoiler-heavy chunks of the episode, because if you're not watching Attack on Titan, the final season, go ahead and skip ahead, I'd say, at least a couple minutes. This is going to be a short episode, as is per usual, whenever I'm here by myself. However, it's still going on. We have the final episode dropping the week after this episode airs. So I believe it's going to be April 5th, if I'm not mistaken. Let me, or April 3rd? April 3rd. April 3rd. So final episode is going to air on April 3rd. And then after that, we're probably going to get another film if I had to take a guess. Because there's still a lot of manga that is yet to be adapted. So that's more than likely when it's going to take place. So skip ahead a couple minutes if you don't want any of this spoiled for you, even though I'm going to give a very brief description. I still got to talk about it since it's on the list. So skip ahead and let's get into it. So takes place immediately where season four, part one left off with Aaron and Reiner fighting. And it's pretty much just Aaron trying to cause the rumbling. And for those that are unaware of what the rumbling is, the walls come crashing down. All the Titans, they go to level quite literally the rest of the world, except for Paradise Island, where, you know, all the Eldians are living. So walls come crumbling down, go to trample the rest of the world because Aaron has finally gained the use of the Founder Titan and he is going to put his plan of destroying the rest of the world so everybody or all the Eldians can be free and live their lives peacefully. And it's, oh, it's badass. The OP, 
is absolutely badass. The ED is great. It's very fitting for the show. And MAPPA's just definitely having a good time with a lot of what they're animating. We finally get some more people fighting Titan scenes. It's very nice. You get a lot of back and forth between characters that haven't been around in a while. And just infighting between people, between the Aegerists who are siding with Eren and his extermination plan. And the rest of the scouts and everybody else is like, mm, it's not a good idea. Like, that, that's not good. Genocide's not okay. Don't, don't need to do that. And it's just a grand time. And again, it's not the best Attack on Titan has ever been. But if you've read the manga, they are doing a fantastic job with adapting it and where they're heading it. So I'm I'm very pleased to see where they're going to go going forward. I think it's going to be just fun to watch the world melt with how it all ends. And also getting to see the founding Titan is, ooh, it's a big boy. So yeah, if you're looking for an excuse to go watch Attack on Titan, this is your excuse. Because it they're about to wrap it up. They're doing great work with it. It's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it finishing and seeing how it all plays out on screen instead of just the manga. Next up on the list is going to be Slow Loop. Slow Loop is a absolutely lovely slice of life. Very laid back camp vibes, but it's about fly fishing. Slow Loop is based off of a manga written by Maiko Uchino. It is published by Albuncha in the... Sign-in demographic, its manga run is from September 22nd of 2018 to present for a grand total of six volumes being out so far. The anime was directed by Noriaki Akitaya. It's licensed by Funimation, so if you're looking or if you're wondering where you can watch it, it's on Funimation and therefore it will eventually be on Crunchyroll due to the merger and the phase-out of Funimation. It has 12 episodes, began airing January 7th of 2022, and officially wrapped up on March 25th of 2022. And this is one of those shows, I only watched the first couple of episodes to kind of get my bearings on it, because I know this is one that I talked about with Blue that I was definitely looking forward to, was just looking for an excuse to watch it. And I definitely think this is something that she and I are going to cover on the podcast, because it's very, very much right up her alley with it being laid back camp vibes, and it's... That's quite literally what it is. It's just fishing. It's cute, wholesome, slice-of-life vibes. The characters remind me a lot of the girls from Laid Back Camp. The main character, Hiyori Minagi, or Yamakawa, because of how she meets her new stepsister, Koharu. Yeah, Koharu. Hiyori's mom gets married to Koharu's dad. They move in together. Hiyori starts teaching Koharu how to fish. And you just kind of, you get to see the relationship between those two develop. And also, Hiyori's childhood friend Koi comes along for the ride too. Oh, it's such a blast. It's so lovely. The animation on it is very nice. They do a fantastic job with a lot of the framing and the way that they teach skinning fish, catching them, how to actually tie off a reel and how to tie a loop. Like They do a fantastic job with just generally teaching fishing and I, I love it. It's great. I cannot speak highly enough about it. And I'm looking forward to getting with Blue to cover it, too, here in the next few weeks. I'm going to have to rearrange the schedule, because I think I think she's going to have a blast with it. It'll be great. I think it's great. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see her thoughts on it. And then next up on the docket, we have Q. Q is an anime based off of a video game about up-and-coming voice actors or voice actresses. Need I say more? With both Blue and I being voice actors, voice actresses, do 
Do I need to say more about why this just appealed to me immediately right off the bat? Interestingly enough about this anime, though, at least as far as things that we have covered here on the podcast, Q's based off of a video game, so there's no prior manga adaptation, light novel adaptation, or anything like that. It's based off a video game, and a mobile video game at that. It launched on iOS and Androids on October 25th of 2019. It's a simulation game where players can train up-and-coming voice actors. The anime television series was adapted by you met a company on january of 2022 it's directed by shin katagai and is currently running its 12 episodes again it's cute it's adorable the op was done by all of the voice actresses in the show everything i've seen up to this point has been lovely they've done a fantastic job with just representing how voice actors and voice actresses can convey emotion and the scenes that they portray literally using just their voices it's such a unique skill. The show does a fantastic job of adapting it, the interview process, and it just, it checks so many boxes, uh, fuck, it checks so many boxes with its interpretation of auditions and the nerves that come with it and how whenever you audition for a character, they might be like, oh, hey, so listen, this doesn't suit you, but what about all these other characters that it might suit? So you'll go through voicing different characters and see which style you fit best. And I can't speak highly enough of it. It It's fantastic. I Again, this is another one that I'm going to have to get Blue to sit down and watch because I'm sure she'll relate to a lot of the points that I've talked about here. And I, I genuinely cannot wait to hear her thoughts on it as well. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. Go check it out if you want to learn about voice acting. It It's wonderful. And last, but certainly not least, y'all knew it was coming. How could I not talk about my anime of the season? My anime of the year. <sighs> my dress up, darling. I cannot speak highly enough about this show it's a slice of life rom-com the manga was written by shinichi fukuda it's also a sign-in the manga began publication on january 19th of 2018 and is running to present for a total of nine volumes the series is written by keisuke Shinohara Studios Cloverworks, and for once, Cloverworks has not let me down with what they've presented to me. The run was from January 9th of 2022 to March 27th of 2022. The series ended yesterday at time of recording and editing and uploading this episode. So I watched the final episode yesterday. There's 12 episodes, and I, I am still in utter pure awe of that anime. The show made me fall in love with characters and for different mediums that I didn't know that I could fall in love with. It brought forth a brand new aspect of cosplay that I've never thought of. Doll making, the amount of work that they put into with research into doll making, and how accurate they did with that. They they interviewed an actual doll maker for the manga whenever they were creating it, and the creator that they interviewed said that the adaptation was just truly beautiful and as true to the actual art as possible if that tells you the amount of work that went into this the animation style is stunning the op and ed are absolutely brilliant it's fitting for the show it's very food wars and tonica coon slash vibes oh i genuinely cannot speak 
highly enough. I'm going to repeat myself about that a lot. Hands down, 10 out of 10. Just brilliant, 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 brilliant. Anime of the year, period. There's a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to this year that's going to be great. But for me, I, I don't have words. I cried over that last episode. That's how much emotion it got me feeling in that last episode. I loved it to bits. <sighs> great job. Cloverworks. Great job redeeming yourself over the Promised Neverland. Great job redeeming yourself over Wonder Egg Priority. Just overall, great job for depicting cosplay and doll making in a way that is absolutely entertaining. For taking something that has very slightly edgy vibes and very Food, War Food Wars-esque vibes and just turning it into something that has easily become my favorite comfort anime in a very long time and giving me characters to love and care about. And for <sighs> Kitagawa and Gojo are absolutely adorable. They are polar opposites. In a lot of ways, it kind of reminds me of my relationship with Blue and how just bubbly and outgoing and infectious she is and how much of a stick in the mud and just bland and whatnot that I am. So I I relate to this on a spiritual level and like how much she's broken me out of my shell. I see it in those two. And just uh, great, great job to the creator of the manga. Uchino, just fantastic, fantastic work. The I've collected the manga and the adaptation to an anime was brilliant. So 10 out of 10, hands down, cannot recommend anything more. I could go into the details of the show, but I, I will save it because please, please, please watch it. I will not stop talking about this show. It has been blown away every expectation that I had. I cannot wait to cover this with Blue next week. Just absolutely fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant. 10 out of 10. Love it. And with that being said, that's that's my favorite top five winter 2022 review. I know I didn't get into a lot of reviewing, but all of these deserve to be watched. Every last one of them. Even Slow Loop and Q, even though they just kind of hit out of nowhere. They were absolutely brilliant. I really enjoyed them. My dress up darling. Can't speak highly enough about Demon Slayer. Blue and I have already spoke a lot about. Nothing more needs to be said about that. And Attack on Titan learned its place and fell behind my dress-up darling, but it's still a good time. And it's definitely an end of an era. Now, if you want to hear more from Blue and myself, you can find us respectively on Twitch. I at Brad Carter Gaming. Blue at Blue Lavender. Like I said, I've got a subathon coming up on April, April 22nd. So do be sure to check that out if you want to watch me get waxed, get pie-faced, glitter beard, shave my beard if you get me to that point. And then we also have socials. Blue, you can find on Instagram and Twitter at BlueLavenderSTM. You can find me on Instagram at Brad Carter Gaming. We also have socials for the podcast at BNB Anime on Instagram and Twitter. We also have a YouTube channel. If you're hearing this on the YouTube channel, you're a week behind. Get it together. What are you doing with your life? But also finish watching the video because we, we, we appreciate it. We appreciate you watching and listening on any platform that you choose to listen on. YouTube is the only one that is a week behind, though. So, you know, if you want to be caught up with what we're talking about, if you're hearing this particular episode on YouTube, you're missing the actual episode of My Dress Up Darling. So go check that out, too. We also have a website www.bnbanime.com where you can 
check all of our previous archived episodes. We got friends of the podcast, links to all of our socials, artwork that Blue and I have done, links to our IMDb pages, friends of the podcast, all that fun stuff. So be sure to check that out as well if you would like. And now, with that being said, thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for putting up with us in the time, or rather putting up with me, over these past couple of episodes while Blue's taking care of school things and taking care of life things. We greatly appreciate it. Next week, my dress-up darling. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited to sit down and talk to Blue about it and break it all down. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be a fun time. I'm so excited. <sighs> so, again, thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it, and we'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.